Shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. place i think it was like an office it's, i think yeah it's so quiet yeah this there. yeah this is a it's lot a more quiet it's yeah like right. an actual design studio all right uh yeah so dan barrera you know we're gonna start out like that yeah Yay! good morning aurora good morning aurora good morning aurora good morning aurora what is up everybody wait, wait we have a special guest he yeah we do too. damn hold on. hold on we're doing this all over again let's yeah. all right let's run it back good morning aurora good morning aurora good morning aurora Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Yeah, Hello, there we go. Yeah, nice. that's better. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We, so here's the thing. You got a lot of good mornings. Stan Barrera's here. Good morning. And TGIF, that's right. Uh, we got a special guest today. We have Raul Rodea on Jeanette Splaining. He's an artist known by the moniker Fundamental. That's right. How you feeling? Excellent. Good, good, good. Got your iced Americano. Yes. Sipping it up, sipping it up. Fancy. Jeanette, how are you? I, uh, most excellent. Weekend, a big weekend of fun things happening Some of those. Good, good. Yeah. Good. Um, and yeah, we're, we're all doing good today. So, Renee yeah. Cruz, Judge, what is up, Judge? How you feeling? Yeah. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't suck. It, it never, it, it never, never sucks. sucks. We, and it never we sucks. We owe it to our bring everybody into charging into the weekend with good vibes. That is right. Right. Um, Victoria Halamadonado is here. Good morning to you, dear sister. Aisha Saxon, what is up? And Greg Ellsbury, good blessed morning, Aurora. Um, so Raul here is an artist, been around. For those who don't know you, um, Talk about your story briefly before we get into some headlines. Uh, so pretty brief, you know, I've been doing, you know, 
the questions I get asked is, you know, when did you start doing art? Um, honestly, I can't really remember when I really, you know, started doing art. Mm-hmm. All I remember was, you know, I was a kid. I don't know if it was like kindergarten or if it was before, you know, I started kindergarten. Damn. But I remember I would just, you know, grab my action figures and Spider-Man. And then I had a small notebook. I would just have my Crayolas, mm-hmm. you know, hold one of my action figures on one side one hand and then on the other side you know just kind of draw look at the action figures and then kind of grab you know, Riolas just kind of do a few of them and obviously it's not like you know anyone would tell me like oh you gotta do this it's your homework it was just like <laughs> yeah. alright you know I'm bored playing with my action figures you know let me go ahead just you know do some drawings you know do it off with my Crayolas that's like the earliest that I can remember and I guess, you know, just going to school, elementary, middle school, high school, um, I guess art, you know, art class was like, yeah, you know, I'm excited to go there. You right. Know, out of all the other classes, I was like, I can't wait to go to art class again, you know? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I guess eventually, I guess in high school, that's where I, I just, uh, it was like, oh, you know what? I think I'm finding my, you know, my passion, which is art, you know, going to art class and you know, that's where I feel like I can evolve, you know, compared to other classes. Okay. And um, art's way more fun than math. It is, definitely. Well, at least for me. Uh, yeah. So, some people yeah. like, yeah, some right. people, math is their thing. Like, that's oh, my thing. God, yeah. these yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Not for yeah. me, you know, art. Right. So, and uh, it was just having to be sophomore year, you know, I had an art class. And um, that's where I met. Uh, his name is Chaos. You know, he's a tattoo artist at the moment. But that's where I met him. I had seen, it was like homecoming week, you mm-hmm. know, and we had to do different <laughs> themes, you know, for, you know, posters, movie night, car show, you know, I forgot all the things, but, you know. Wait, that, wait, put us in space. What school? West. West Aurora High School. Word up. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the West and all that. Shout out to West. Shout out to West. Yeah, you know, I had, uh, it was, we, we had to do movie night. That was like the, the theme for that day. And, uh, you know, I just suddenly see a lot of people just gathering behind chaos. I didn't know him at that moment. Mm-hmm. He was just, like, sitting across, the, you know, the class. You got three like, tattoos in the back? He was doing a drawing. <laughs> he was doing a drawing at that, you know, that day. West Aurora, this is not outside the realm of possibility. I yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, I just, I'm just like, oh, like, who's this guy? You know, there's a bunch of people behind him, and they'll have their phones out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what's going on? You know, like. A bunch of people behind him, and I'm just like, let so me just, just get, let me scene. just, let me just stand up, let me pretend like I'm throwing something out on the, you know, on the trash, and I take a look, you know, I'm walking over, and I peek, and I see it's all just colorful the way he did, you know, graffiti letters, he airbrushed it, and so it was like, wow, like I had to admit, like I was like, wow, like this, like mm-hmm. I've never seen something like this, you know, and so. It just so happened that at the end of the day, that day, I find out that he has two lockers away from me. So then it was like, oh, hey, like I saw you're in my art class and I saw you with that drawing. Right. I really liked it. And um, I was like, how much do you want for it? And he was like, honestly, you can just have it. And I was like, no, seriously, like how much you want for it? He was like, no, you can just keep it. And so it was just like, oh, like word like are you serious so chaos was was like like a mentor and a positive 
influence all in the same person. Yeah, it was, I mean, just um, his willingness to just hand me his drawing that he made, you know, almost mm-hmm. at the, on the spot. And so, you know, just the whole color scheme and just the flow, just everything. It was just like, it really impacted me. And uh, it was just like, wow, like, I have to step it up, you know? Okay. Um, um, now, we also have some artists in the uh, chat. Josue says, art is life. Uh, and our dear friend Dan says, love art started sketching in kindergarten. Very cool. Nice, nice. Lots yep. of art stuff. What I think is funny about this story is that this is always the kind of thing that, I, at least in my uh, experience, it was mm-hmm. the sort of thing they would have tried to stamp out, right? Like, yeah. there would be a big group of kids all gathered around, like, someone doing something cool. Right. And they'd be like, get back to your seats, right? We've right. got we've got geometry to learn. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Right? right? And yet, we're talking to people who are now making their livings, or at least part of them, right? right? On things that, on actual artistic pursuit. For so, sure. Shout out to those teachers who just let the kids doodle them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we've got some local stuff to talk about, guys. Uh, we've got a couple of things. We'll get our dear friend Raul's perspective on things such as redistricting, such as the Art Festival as well. The time is now 8, 10 a.m. Norman Peterson's here. Good morning to you, Norman Peterson and Uni Camacho. What is up? Okay, so jumping right into it, Alley Art Festival? It's this weekend. It is this weekend. It's Tell this us about weekend. It. And I don't mm-hmm. have all the details, right? But like I do know that it is absolutely the place to be this weekend. So and they're gonna be unveiling a ton of girls in town. And, That's right. Uh, yeah. We uh and you've got some work. This weekend, not in Alley Art Fest, but you've been I know you've been busy at work. Why don't you tell us about the uh project that you're working on downtown right now? Yeah, so I'm actually uh Going to a part of the utility box mural, and it's the one located on Society 57. Okay. Um, so I guess the theme was to do something with architecture or history, something historic of, you know, downtown Aurora. So um, I guess my design, it's, um, it's an abstract form of three domes. Basically, one of them is the Hobbs building. Okay. You know, it's like the big black, and it has like the it's gray or teal. Little pointy, the onion dome. Yeah, yeah. it's so, no longer on there. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I had <laughs> to put it though. I had to yeah. put it though. <laughs> yeah. um, when I used to live downtown. It was like I remember it, and then I remember it was gone. I was like, damn, it don't even look the same no more. It was like mm-hmm. they've yeah. got it, so they have it stored. Right, it's in okay. a garage. They can stick it back on. It's right. just if they had left it, they were afraid it was gonna fall off and like land on oh, somebody. Yeah. So. <laughs> they want, and then the other one is the. Um, Fire Museum on Broadway. Mm-hmm. It has like three like domes. Okay, they're like teal. Um, I, that's also another one. And then the third one is a I forgot the name, but it's like a T spot on a corner of LaSalle. I think it's. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the tea room, the Calalili Tea Room. So oh, it's yeah, that's the right. building on LaSalle, the corner of LaSalle yes. and Bend. I think yeah, that's so. that has the lovely mural uh, by Josh and Rebecca yeah. on it. Yeah, 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 right. with all the lettuce. And, and the so that, yeah. that's another, you know, has like a brown dome. So I nice. just thought, you know what? Let me let me do something with that. I think they have to do both, all three, with architecture and you know being historic. Um, and I just also included a uh, another abstract shape of the archi- the, uh, the sculpture located on. Galena, 
forgot the name of it, honestly. But it's like that blue sculpture, mm-hmm. kind of like abstract. Also kind of included part of that into, you know, like the design. And then just the background is going to be like a sunset. So Very cool. Um, so also on Saturday, there's Bomb the Lot. Uh, that's from noon to 8 p.m. Royal Public Arts going to be hosting DJs and 16 street artists live painting Aurora's first sanctioned street art gallery and uh, excuse me, art gallery in public parking lot H at 14 Middle Avenue. For those of you who don't know, that is the uh, miscellaneous parking lot back there <laughs> behind Glasshopper and Spiz or uh, Dakari to go. Used to be Spizikos. Ooh, um, big fan of Dakaris. Yep. The uh, Alley Art Festival is going to have art, food, music, and spectacle as well. International muralist Rafael Blanco, an Aurora resident originally from Spain, will be installing a 40-foot mural on 105 East Galena. Uh, and also taking place right now is the Mexican folk art depicting Alebrijes. <laughs> Is it close? Is that close? Karina, what's up? Um, yeah, so I hope I didn't mess that up too bad. Christopher Lucero is installing three large-scale prints of his Calaveras at Chicago Series on the east side of 36 West Downer. The time is now 8.14 a.m. So basically, if you <clears throat> walk anywhere downtown Aurora, you're going to be tripping over art. Seriously, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's art status. amazing. So uh, Saturday... Uh, alley Art Fest is noon to five uh, in that alley. Uh, on the- I think they, uh, I think I saw a map, and I think it's part of it's there, and then they also kind of spread it. Um, I don't remember honestly where. Start. I think there's three pl- three spots. Here's our advice: start on the alley, and then you will get directed around yeah, to right. all of the amazing art that's happening <laughs> in the rest of uh, downtown. Oh, Victoria, thank you, Alejibres. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I said it felt better. Uh, Anna's Custom Treats, good morning. Lisa, good morning to you. And uh, Jennifer Ryan Mayton, what is up? So Victoria says, love artists. She writes about them all the time. Can you share Tears for the Butterfly craft and book signing event for the kids at Cottonseed? That is right, coming up this Sunday. Also, uh, want to let it be known that Josue says it's going to be a pretty cool weekend in downtown Aurora. And Greg says his father was an art teacher at District 129 for 30 years. Franklin Junior High, Washington Junior High. His students have done many murals around the valley. He inspired many to pursue art. Thank you for sharing that, my brother. Yeah. The time is 8.15. Okay. So, you grow up. You do art at West. What up? Can I jump in? Mm-hmm. At what point did you realize that you could actually make money on art? Like, when was that like, oh, mm-hmm. someone's willing to pay me for this? It was actually, uh, oh, well, that's a good question. I think that was junior year in uh, high school. Where's so, Cornell? So good morning. A year after meeting, you know, Chaos. Um, it had to be junior, but it was in my art class. You know, I was. You know, still doing my thing, and I guess you know some of my like you know classmates were like, "Oh, like, you know that it's cool, you know, like that." Um, how much you know? Like, can you draw me my name, and you know, I'll pay you. And it's like, all right, cool. You know, so I'd be doing like drawings on like notebook paper or mm-hmm. just you know regular uh, like printer, you know, white paper. Sure. You know, and I'd be charging like five bucks that. Um, so Which that, in high school is still yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, so that's when I noticed, like, oh, okay, like, I think, you know, people like it, you know, so, like, let me continue doing that, you know, so, 
That's where I guess I could, you know, say I realize I'll have make money with it. Thanks. Where'd you come up with the name Fund the Mental? That, um, so that was back in 2016. So before that, um, I would go by the name of Venom or Roe Venom. So it was, um, I was going by that name just because I kind of thought like, you know, Venom, the anti-hero. Yeah. Kind of, I like his. Eddie Brock, what up? I just like <laughs> his, uh, the way he looks, you know, just like, I don't know, just the way he's built, you know. And I just kind of picked, or actually one of my friends from high school was like, oh, you know what? Like, you should go by the name of Venom. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll just, I'll just go with that name. But then, you know, 2016, you know, later on, you know, years later, it's like, I really want that name. I feel like Venom's already taken. You know, there's like a energy drink, the anti-hero. There's, I think, like a rock band and then whatever else. Venom already says. There's a rock band called Venom? Yeah. Oh. And it's like, you know what? I think I want something else, you know, something unique, you know, something that's not really common, I would say. Right. So then I uh, came across a post on Instagram by one of my favorite rappers, The Fiasco. And, uh, you know, he likes, he's very intellectual, so he likes reading books. You know, he would post different, like, pictures of like a stack of books that he's reading and a caption would be fundamentals okay and so i was like hmm I, I like you know that caption i was like you know what let me um it was actually all by accident because i was just doing i was planning to do like t-shirt designs you know to you know make t-shirts and it just so happened that i was starting to do fundamental but just you know breaking it down you know fundamental okay and then I also included like a brain. And it just so happened that I just continued to I had a contest for like Michael's the craft store. <laughs> right. And I actually did a brain, you know. And it was like wow, like I actually like how it came out. And yeah, I didn't win, but it was just like I'm really happy with this, you know, Good. painting. I'm like, I did that, like what was I thinking? Like I I really like it. And it just so happened that, you know, little by little, the next piece, you know, I included parts of, you know, brain. And it, it was just like, oh, wow, like, I'm starting to see a connection, you know. I'm including, you know, parts of a brain and mixing that with, like, greedy. And okay. so it was like, you know what, I just have to change my name. And that's where, I, you know, I kind of connected the dots, you know. So the caption, fundamentals, you know, doing brain. I was like, you know what? If I just make it fundamental, I think that should work. You know, so that's where, you know, that was like back in 2016. Nice. Um, okay, so real quick, guys, we do have some uh, a, a good local thing that I have discovered, and it actually qualifies as. Breaking news. All right. Uh, the Kane County Sheriff's Office University has a free Aurora Campus uh, open house. It's going to be um, Tuesday, September 7th 
from 4 to 7 p.m. at Talented 10 Social Services located at 209 North Lake Street here in Aurora. Are you looking for a job? Do you need help with your resume? Would you like to receive training to get a better job? If you answered yes to any of these questions, the Kane County Sheriff's Office wants to see you. Not to lock you up, but to hook you up. Ooh, oh, hold on, I just came up with, that was, oh. that's the news. <laughs> kind of corny. Was it corny? Was it corny? <laughs> Jeanette thinks it's, that, uh, Jeanette I mean, finds it's super corny. That, that was an Illinois But uh, yes, they, they do have an agenda. There'll be training classes, moral recognition therapy, uh, how to start your own business with our dear friend Harriet Parkin of the Wabonzi Community College, uh, Wabonzi Community College, SBDC to be exact. Um, you can register by noon on Friday. There is a QR code embedded in the flyer, which we will share with you after this show this morning. Shouts out to the Quad County African American Chamber of Commerce, Towns Ten Social Services, and the Aurora Regional Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Um, so, Jeanette, oh, redistricting, no. redistricting is so, something that we wanted to mention as well and get your perspective on politics because you do more than just art, right? Just flow with it. We're just, we're just uh, <laughs> It honestly depends, you know. So, but, you know, I guess I can say, you know, it's not only art. But, so, you know, kind of so depends. This is our, yeah, so this is our one piece of Jeanette's planning for the morning uh, in this amazing mashup show we've got for you. And we're going to talk about redistricting. Um, so uh, here's uh, uh, redistricting. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit before on the, mm -hmm. on the show. Uh, but it's this process that uh, the state of Illinois and actually the whole country undertakes every 10 years, right? So we have the census. Uh, and then we split up uh, all of the districts for voting for Congress, right? For state representatives as well, right? So uh, reps and your state senators. Um, and there is a deadline by which this has to be done. And this becomes a crazy partisan battle every 10 years. The way that it works in Illinois and the way that it works in most states is that basically whoever is in charge, like whoever currently has control of the state legislature gets to draw the map, which is really problematic because obviously they're going to draw the map in ways that favor them, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to take, right. like if you look at this, the map in the state of Illinois, uh, this, that gerrymandering thing that you learned about in high school or were supposed to have learned about in high school when you were drawing in the back. <laughs> As you should have been. <laughs> um, that uh, uh, we have all these salamanders cross, crisscrossing all over the mm. state of Illinois map, right? right? And um, part, like, if you look at the state, it gets so ridiculous. There's even... Uh, there's one district, Luis Gutierrez's district, just like this shape of a G, and it's like to try and capture uh, all of the like Latinos in both. I want to say it's like it's in Pilsen and in Humboldt Park, like at the same. It kind of yeah, like curves okay. around or whatever, right? right? Uh, to like really dominate certain like groups, right? right. To keep power, and um, so we're in the middle of that process, and uh, there's. Uh, you'll recall the census was super hard to do this year because, you know, there's a pandemic on, right, and everything, and yeah. we're dealing with all kinds of census issues here in the city, which uh, we massive, massively under. Um, 
and um, so there. But but when once the census gets done, uh, it, which came really late this year, that's when the state gets the numbers, and that's when they get to redraw the map. Only the Democrats were like, wait a minute, we might not get the map, we might not get the numbers in time. So we're going to use these sort of more recent numbers from what's known as the American Community Survey, which is done by the census, not as exact. And so the state, the Democrats down in Springfield, uh, drew the map and, and based on those numbers. And now that the, uh, so that they could meet this deadline. They didn't meet the deadline, according to the state. Uh, Procedures, they then would have, the redistricting process would have become gasp bipartisan, which means they would have had to allow Republicans at the table mm. to draw a map that would have theoretically maybe been more fair, but also probably would have ended up gr totally gridlocked and they never would have agreed on anything anyway. So, and then if that happens and there's gridlock, it ends up going to another process that might end up with even. So instead, what they did was they drew this map early. And now that we have the official census data, so they're like, data, they're like, well, all right, I guess we'll redo it, right? Which sounds great right. because now they've got better data, except now the Republicans are like, wait, wait, wait. So you're basically admitting that you broke the rules in drawing the map early based on this not as good data. Now the Republicans are coming in and saying it like, and it's going into the courts and they're saying like, no, you have to do a bipartisan process it's past the deadline none of that data was good uh, and I can't believe I'm saying this but I think I agree with the Republicans on this one even though what I really agree with is that we should throw out this whole stupid process and use a fair map amendment instead which would create uh, just basically put bureaucrats in charge of the whole thing to draw the lines without this partisan back and forth winner take all mm -hmm. bickering right. that's where we're at on redistrict our dear friend uh, of the show, Grace Cornell, says that she worked for the census and it happened too late, which made it very difficult to get accurate counts. Yes, Interesting, it Grace. was very late uh, and you're going door to door and it was the middle of the pandemic and nobody wanted to answer the door, right? Or uh, a really, really difficult year to get it done. Uh, in addition, people had some other things on their minds rather than filling out right. the little form, yeah. right? That came to the door. And then on top of that, some communities have it even have a trickier job of conducting the census because for whatever reason, door uh, in communities like ours where there's a large number of recent immigrant population, not wanting to answer the door because one reason or like because they've got you know someone in the house that maybe right. like it doesn't have all their paperwork and all that sort of thing, right? So. Uh, it makes it much more difficult. In the city of Aurora, we're running into an even bigger problem, which is they did the census count. We talked about this a little bit last week, but they did the census count. And according to the census numbers, the population of Aurora fell by close to 10% over the past decade, which anybody, yeah, right? That look on your eyebrows tells me what every other person in Aurora knows, which is that is not <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we added more households. We have more, our traffic counts are higher, right? Because mm -hmm. they'll put out ropes and like how, how right. many cars go over. We got more cars than ever. Our water use is up, right? Like how, many, how, much, how much water is getting used? And right. all of these markers that would indicate like probably there's more people here than there used to be. Yeah. All of those things are going up. And yet the census is like, well, you lost 17,000 people. And it's like, mm, no, no, we just didn't do a very good job of counting. Right. 
So now the huh. mayor and staff are going back to the census people and saying, you have to redo this. Like we have to, we have to get a better count. And this is there's a process for how to do that. Um, but that's that's what's happening because what happens when we have a lower census count is not only do we get um, like, all right, does it affect redistricting, right, and how many representatives we get at the state and federal level, but it also affects uh, how much money we get from the government. So the city is saying that they are due to lose about thirty-one dollars from in state or in federal grants that's money that goes to all kinds of programs community development block grants which help with you know low-income housing and all, all kinds of things so it's kind of a mess all right um so the time is now 8 29 a.m maria Chirito, good morning to you dear friend sally bice good morning grace Tracy, Nicole, good morning to all you guys. Um, I do want to put you, one more thing on the redistricting thing before uh -huh. we move, which is that this uh, Sunday at 10 a.m., which is a great time to do anything civically oriented, there will be a redistricting uh, commission hearing at the um, Phillips Park. So if you would like to go meet some of the members of the redistricting committee at the state uh your representatives uh, they will be there holding a hearing uh where you can uh, tell them that you think it's silly that all that one party gets to run this whole thing just a, just mm -hmm. a thought right. yeah or you can give them feedback on where the lines are getting drawn all all right um so as you guys may know uh sadly yesterday um we lost 12 marines and 15 more wounded in addition to a score of Afghan citizen, uh, civilians. So good morning, Aurora. We'll observe a brief moment of silence for the service members and Afghan civilians lost. Time is now 8.31 a.m. and you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we are here with a dear friend of the show, local artist, Fundamental, a.k.a. Raw Rodia. Kind of switched up, but yeah, it's all good. That's right. All right. Um, so, so yeah, what do you got planned this weekend? Got finished the uh, utility box. How far along are you? Um... I'll be halfway, so I'm going to continue painting after the, the, sh the show. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping to be like halfway by like noon, and then I'll probably take a break, I'll go back later on in the evening, just because it's, you know, super hot. Yeah, you hell know, yeah. So, yeah. you know, no got to take a break during <laughs> the midday, and then hopefully I'm planning to finish by tomorrow noon. So that's like the goal. And okay. then I have a, after that, you know, I'm planning tomorrow have a pop up solo art show. McCarty at Mills. McCarty Mills. Nice. Next week for part of as part of uh, First Fridays. Okay. Sweet. So I'll be the featured artist for September. So I gotta go set set up you yeah. know, my artwork. You know, later on. You know, tomorrow. So shout got, out to McCarty Mills. I got that. Uh, that's keeping me busy. And then now, question: yes. As the featured artist, do you get free beer? Because I feel like that should be part. I just, I'm just throwing. 
That's a good question. That's a good question. It's <laughs> a, a valid question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hook you up, man. <laughs> That's a good question. So. Um, so Jesse Scroot says hi. Oh, that's right. Jesse, hey. what is up? Hey, Jesse. Uh, what's up, Jesse? Yeah, she hey. looking. What up, Jesse? Wow. Uh, and Hostway says, talking about Phillips Park, October 25th or 26th is the dog parade. Thank you very much <gasps> for that. Dog parade. Um, Happy International Dog Day yesterday, guys. Nice. I don't, I don't what know was how, that yesterday? It was yesterday. I don't know how y'all celebrated, but we got... I don't got, have pets. So no? I'm uh-huh. clueless about that. <laughs> yeah, you, you and the first word alderman. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we uh, we celebrated with a puppuccino and a rabies shot. It was a great day. Wow, nice. So. <laughs> uh, Norma Peterson says that about the census, not that they didn't do it well. People were scared to answer the door. We need to make everyone feel safe enough to agree to be counted. Thank you for sharing that, oh, Norma. Rats. Good to know. Yeah, let's um, not let's not throw any shade on the people who are going door to door. Actually, trying to like, count people. Right. That's a hard. Carolina right. Sanchez. Good morning to you as well. Okay, um, I got a couple of local items to talk about before we uh, get back to talking only and solely about you. Uh, Don't forget, you guys, that this weekend coming up at Jake's Bagel from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., State Representative Hernandez is having her coffee and conversation. Jake's Bagels is located at 220 North Broadway. You can't miss it. It's a great place. Uh, Get something to eat. Learn about what your legislators are doing down there in Springfield and how you and contribute to the process. Um, And then also, I would be remiss if I did not mention that our dear friends of the uh, Aurora Public Library Foundation are trying to get a new bookmobile. So Lace Up for Literacy starts on the 30th and it goes to September 6th. Lace Up for Literacy is a virtual walk or run of a mile that you can participate in from the comfort of your own home. You can be in the, you could do it while you're mowing lawn. You can do it on your own treadmill. Uh, but please donate, contribute because we need a new bookmobile because the bookmobile does a whole lot for the great city of Aurora. Uh, this time is now 8.35. Okay. We gonna, while we're talking books, are we also going to promote uh, the culture stock? Uh, it's the last day for voting for culture stock. Word up. Yeah. That's right. So uh, I'm sure one, I'm, I know that at least one of the culture stock board members are listening. Go ahead and put that, put that <laughs> link in, in the discussion. I know you're already doing it. They're texting me yesterday like, you got to vote, you got to vote. So get on, get on that. I'm trying to raise money to open the bookstore again. That's right. Uh, they won the um, State Farm Neighborhood Assist Grant, mm-hmm. uh, where they're finalists in that grant. Mm-hmm. You can vote up to 10 times a day as well. Mm-hmm. So please vote and support Culture Stock. Uh, they also have Loteria going on November's first Friday. They will be debuting Loteria, the classic card game, uh, right. the Mexican card game. You can design a card. You email, you're assigned a card. You design it, has to be a JPEG or PNG format, and then if you are selected and chosen, you will be having your Loteria version displayed. Have you ever played that game? I have. It's been a while, but I have. Yeah? You, you use, like, beans, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, different things, but I remember, you know, it's like using beans, you know? Just playing <laughs> with it, but honestly, low-key, I don't remember exactly how to, like, play it. Really? It's been a minute, so. Damn. <laughs> womp, womp. Yeah. Everybody Latino in there like, nah, what the hell is this? Brother can't That's play lots of rings. All right, <laughs> okay, all right. So we're going to have to have a demonstration at some point. We're going to have to group a game, right? We're going to 
game. We'll do it. We'll figure it out. I think we can bring people in for that. I, I, had, uh, I had a pandemic bingo game going for a while with all my friends. You could, like, build an online bingo card game or, like, an online, yeah, like, you build an online game of bingo uh -huh. and then uh, you could send it out to all your friends and they could build their own card or whatever and then, you know, when some awful world event happened, like, mm. I, like, yeah. 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 Yeah, like total economic collapse, had a space <laughs> for that, had a space for like, uh, you know, uh, it turns out that COVID is actually zombie, right? Like, yeah. So it was filled up. All right, so Raul, I want to get your opinion. Um, so since you've been in the art community here for a while, how do you feel about the, uh, the increase in art, the ability? Um, members of the Aurora Public Art Commission have mentioned that they like the ability or the process is getting a lot smoother to get wall or excuse me, uh, art on walls and things like that. What's your opinion on that? Is it easier than it has been? Is there still a little bit too much red tape to get creativity flowing in the city? What do you, what do you think about it? I think it's, um, there's progress made for sure. I think compared to like, even like what, even like seven years ago. Okay. Like for me, for example, I was kind of looking into doing like my own mural. Yeah. But I guess at that time, I think, you know, restrictions or just like the, the process. You were just going to start painting on a wall? Um, I was going to work. Do your with, own mural. I was going <laughs> to work with someone to, you know, ah, just, uh, okay. you know, get my own, you know, design approved and stuff like that. Right. But well, uh, it's a whole story with that. But I think at that time. It seemed like the process was, you know, to get accepted and all that was very different from now. And I think, um, I would say, honestly, you know, shout out to John. But I think she's really, like, been, like, working and kind of pushing, you know, and, you know, to kind of further um, and kind of help artists that, you know, just to kind of get them to have the space to paint. Or their own stuff. So Shout I think, because I, I know yeah. obviously Jen, you know, she wasn't, she didn't have that, you know, art director position back in like 2014. Right. So that's like for me, for example. So I think there's been progress for sure, you know, and I think, you know, I think it's, it's you know, little by little, I think, you know, something is better than nothing. Right. So I think it's definitely been, um, it's a lot better, I would say, you know, compared than a few years ago. Good. Yeah, Good. several years ago in Aurora, you couldn't paint on a wall at all, For really. Sure. Everything was considered graffiti yeah. at that point. And there's, from the government perspective, there's always a significant fear, and I know this well because I also, uh, <laughs> where I work with the Cultural Arts Commission, my job in another community, mm -hmm. um, and it, it's it's quite a challenge because there's always this fear like what if we put it up and people don't like it what if we put it up and then it starts to not look good over the years like what if we put it up and uh there's nazi symbolism hidden in the painting and then we don't find out until years later and then we, you know like mm -hmm. it's all right. like there's always this like crazy stuff right? right and it turns out that for the most part if you put paint on the wall it just looks cool like right yeah. or like it engages people right for sure or, yeah it makes people think and so there's there was this huge fear i think for a really long time for municipalities of all sizes and now i think people are going to come around sure you run into restrictions everywhere. Yeah. It's a difficult thing right. to get on. And, but once, it's like once communities get a taste for it, it's almost like with tattoos, right? You get the first one, and you're like, yeah. 
now I want another one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah, Suddenly, for sure. So. You know, they're covered. Uh, Bianca Camargo, good morning to you, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in, Bianca. Um, so got a couple more things to talk about here. So uh, Christina Campos is a dear friend of the show. She works for uh, Family Focus. There's a great event coming up on Tuesday the 31st called The Layperson's Guide to Mental Illness. Uh, it's to be a virtual event, learn about uh, how treatment works, who or excuse me, and resources available, and much, much more. It'll be from 6 to 7 p.m. It'll be online. We have the link. I'll put that in the chat for you guys uh, in just a moment. What is art therapy? Art therapy, I would say it's, uh, you know, I think it's just being able to release, you know. I think for me, it's kind of expression, you know. So for me, I kind of go by expression is the fundamental. And obviously expressing is, but you know, for me at least, you know, it's creating. <laughs> so I had to, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was, yeah. I like how you did yeah. that. I like how you did so, that. Yeah. You know, I think art therapy. It's you know, in a form, it's kind of expressing, you know, releasing. Um, you know, obviously for for artists, I would say that's just the, the way you, <clears throat> you know, if you're kind of being, you know, you get attention, you know, from other things. I think art is like your escape. You know, and that's where I think you can just go in, all in. And that's where, you know, lots of times, you know, you just get into whatever, you know, if it's art that you're just working on. And then it's like you you start to kind of forget other things. And I think for me, that's just, you know, art therapy where, you know, it just kind of relieves. It just kind of, just kind of let go and you just get in your zone. And I think it's just kind of releasing, you know, anything else, you know, if you have tensions, you know, just other things. I think that's what it is. Entering that state of flow. Yeah. And even with, you know, people who are not necessarily artists, I think that, you know, there's people out there who might just do that for a hobby. And I think that's also a way where it's like, all right, you know, I haven't picked up a brush and paint in, you know, years. Let me get back to it. Nice. Um, so I think that's for me, you know, that's just. Art therapy. Thanks. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Janelle. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say in the clinical setting, much. Because if you've ever been in a hospital, they usually incorporate art therapy uh, into. Funny because you'll see people who don't think of them mm -hmm. in any right. way, right? Who are dealing with all kinds of stress there. Uh, often then what how you feel down right. and it, sometimes it's just like people need another way because you sit there and you talk right like if you're in a hospital setting all you're doing is sitting there talking about your feelings or like but there's something sometimes people need another right For sometimes sure. they need colors and textures and things like patterns and things to Press, like get out right yeah i had seen um i think somewhere i can't remember but it's been a few years but there's like a place where it's like just like seniors mm -hmm. you know like older people and i think they've had like alzheimer's mm -hmm. but i guess they've kind of they get involved in paint painting and i think that's kind of helped them to activate you know 
yeah, make build connections yeah. between their neurons or try to right. preserve the ones and that they still it just, have. Yeah, it kind of seemed like they were kind of engaging and you know painting. Yeah, and I think that kind of helped them to activate, you know, kind of remember things. Right. You know, so I think kind of you know interesting and. You know. Yeah. So here's your plan for the weekend. You've got like a whole calendar of events. No. You're going to go have coffee with your representative, right, on 9 a.m. at Jake's Bagel. Then you're going to go down the street. You're going to go to Alley Art Fest. You're going to see a whole bunch of art, right? Then you're going to go off the wall thing. That's later, right, in the day. You're going to see more art there. And then uh, and then you're going to go get you some art supplies. And get it, you know, get it all out, right? Go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a participate. Art, like democracy, is sport. That's right. That yeah. is right. That is totally right. Um, so also, guys, um, want to tell you about the Alive Teen Center. Uh, they have a mentorship program going on right now uh, for young adults. Alive Teen Center has two locations. One is in Naperville by Fifth Avenue Station. That is the uh, Metra train station, the BNSF, rather. And then the other is downtown Aurora, across the street from the Calais Tilly, Lily Cali Lily Tea Room, mm-hmm. and um, right there on LaSalle Street. Uh, they do great things, and if you are interested in becoming a mentor or have a young person who'd be good, you can email Jeff at AliveCenter.org or go to the website at www.AliveCenter.org. All right, the time is now 8.46 a.m. You are tuned into listening and watching Good Morning Road, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. What up, Okay, so people like to hear our local folks give some shout outs to local businesses. So where do you hang out at here in Aurora? What do you, you shout out some locals, give some love, please do. Because if you leave the show and somebody emails <laughs> like, why he didn't holler at us when we was going to do a thing with him, they'll be mad. Right. You know what I'm saying? So let's, let's take care of that up top. Okay. Uh, shout out to Good News Barbershop. Oh, okay. You know, David, he actually hooked me hooked me up with a... Oh, shout out to Legacy Nutrition Fitness. Okay, all right. You know, he hooked me up with a nice cold drink yesterday while I was painting. Set him up. So that was, you I'm know, a <laughs> nice yeah. thing, you know, about that. But also, you know, having a health, healthy drink, you know. Burn, yeah. Burn some calories, you know. Mm-hmm. So shout out to uh, Nutrition Fitness. Uh, shout out to Big Boss Barbershop. Cool, okay. cool barbers in there. Um, shout out to Society Fifty Seven for you know having me paint the, mm-hmm. I guess their utility box you know in the right. corner. So I'm not wearing my shirt. I have my. And um, well, shout out to Primo too. Primo, okay. Uh, you know, I'm also having a. Uh, I'll be part of their retro market for September. September fifth. That's right. Next Sunday. So after this Sunday. So shout out to Primo too, I think, you know. Yeah. They're doing big things out there and I'm excited to be part of their event. So this is their second annual, right? I believe so. Oh, okay, yeah. I yes. think that's their second annual uh market. We shared that to our Instagram story. So yeah, shouts out. And uh shout out to Good Good Morning Overall. So thank oh, you guys for having me. Right. So, come on, baby. Thank you for having me guys. Part two, so I heard 
heard it from the horse's mouth. Right. He said this is part two. And the reason why he said part two is because we did an interview with Raul, right. which is on our YouTube, on Spotify. Subscribe to the show. You can hear it. You can see it. You can do all of that great stuff. That was a good conversation that we had that day. That's correct. It was. That if was you are awesome. not subscribed to our YouTube channel, what are you thinking? Because it'll just it'll notify you. It'll be like, hey, there's a new show. And then you can... And can see the new show when it comes mm -hmm. out. You should do that. So go if you. I know uh, watch. You listen on the Spotify. You listen on like and all of that, and that's all great. Go to YouTube and hit the button. That's it. That's our plug for the day. Um. All right. <laughs> so one of the things that we uh, did talk about this week as well, and it was brought to my attention last night from a dear friend. Um. Let us do our part to continue to highlight the importance of vaccines. Let us not forget the community that we have here. VNA is there to help you on Highland Avenue in Aurora. There's a lot more um, vaccine events coming via Kane County, Illinois Department of Public Health. They are uh, teaming up with relevant stakeholders like the Neighbor Project located at 32 South Broadway who are here to help you in many areas, including housing. The ERAP program, as launched by Hesed House, is now live. If you uh, or anyone you know is struggling with paying your mortgage or your rent or such things as utilities, you can contact The Neighbor Project at 630-906-9400. That number again is 630-906-9400. Uh, the time is now 8.50 a.m. So we got a great interview coming up with uh, a scientist after the show. So we got to wrap it up in like five minutes. But scientist, before we do, I, I want you, Raul, to give our people your opinion of how Aurora as a city is moving forward. We know that COVID was hard for a lot of people. Everything was shut down. We see a little bit of life bubbling activity. Things are looking good, still safe. Get the lead out, River Edge Park here, little Monday Park venue kind of stuff there. What is your opinion? Are we headed in the right direction? Are things opening? How do you feel? Are you optimistic? What do you think? What do you want to see now? You mean like in uh, relation to like COVID? You know, just like how it affected last year. I mean, everything, baby. It's, it look, uh, everything. It is everything. Uh, Relish, tomatoes, onions, <laughs> all of it, dog. It's an open-ended okay. question. Word up. <laughs> um, that's a good question. I think I think it's uh, I think there's some progress for sure. You know, I think I've seen a lot. You know, with um. I guess, you know, lots of programs out there, you know, offering like assistance, you know, like for like families, whether it's, you know, economic uh, assistance. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, you know, if it's also kind of like medical assistance, also seen that too. Um, I guess with like kids, I think too, there, there's been, I, th I would say, you know, more like programs, you know, for kids, you know, okay. outside of like school. So I think that's also important to kind of keep kids you know out of trouble you mm -hmm. know lots of them or you know i would say when there's not resources for that you know it's kind of it tends to kind of let you know kids just find other ways other pets you know not necessarily 
of the right path. And right. I think if it's, you know, programs out there, whether it's art, you know, music, theater, you know, whatever it is, um, I think that's also good. And, and I think it's kind of been better or progress, you know, because, you know, you got to start kids at a young age, you know, that way they can kind of, you know, evolve progress, you know, as they grow up and just kind of keeping them busy with something that, you know, they can kind of find their way and just kind of grow up, you know, kind of embracing that. I think that's also, I've seen, you know, I think there's definitely a problem with, you know, just program for kids. And also I would say, you know, like local businesses, I think definitely, I would say it, that uh, that impacts, you know, economy and, right. and, in one way, you know. So I think there's definitely been an increase, you know, um, just with, you know, more local businesses. Obviously, you know, if you look at it like 10 years ago or so, you didn't really see that. But I think um, even with that, you know, there's also like programs if you're thinking about starting local business you know local businesses also seeing there's also programs for that you know whether you want to start your own place i've also seen about that so i think that's also good you know good. definitely because yeah. it just helps you know people who have ever wanted to have their own place you know i think that's that's great you know um so i think there's progress for sure good so all right, uh, the time is 8.55. We're about to wrap it up. Jeanette, any last word for folks? Uh, get out and go see some art and stuff in uh, downtown Aurora this weekend. It's absolutely the weekend to do that. So Nice, nice. Yes, get out there, support local. Also, do not forget that not only is democracy a spectator sport, not only is art not a spectator sport, did I say democracy was a spectator sport? You did. It's fine. All right. We knew we democracy and art are not spectator not sports. Spectator. Not only are they not spectator <laughs> sports, uh, you have Get to participate in them. Um, <laughs> go out, support our art community this weekend. Shout out to Alley Art Fest in downtown Aurora. Uh, we appreciate all of you guys for tuning in to the show. We will see you here next week. Monday is a very special day. Uh, so we will be debuting something cool for you on Monday. What up, baby? Can I jump in? Yeah. Forgot to shout out McCarty Mills. Ah. Yeah, where did I do that? McCarty Mills. Yeah. Shout, shout out to out. McCarty Mills, He's going to hook us too, all so. up with free beer, we heard. Yeah, so. Dora, Alvin, <laughs> Devin, what is up to the whole shout family? Shout out to you guys, too. So, um, And I hope that you guys all have a great, blessed weekend. Subscribe to the show on YouTube, Spotify. Become a patron. You get a mug. Dan, hope you got yours. Norma, thank you. Got your mug. Um, hope that you guys have a great, safe weekend. Take care of yourself and each other. Adios, right. Aurora. Peace